0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them.
1: You're
2: listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo, And I'm John David. J.D. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm great. I'm great. I... I Hey, a lot of times Mondays I'm not, but to, to today I'm great. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know. We just were just feels, talking about this. Yeah, man. It feels like it's been a great day. You know, uh, we've got we've got Caleb the intern now, right? Yeah, and uh, and his interningness <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Is he's very proficient at his interningness, right? And, no, that's and, good, and so it's helped me a lot. And so I have been so productive today; it's been awesome. And uh, man, just a few minutes ago, as a matter of fact, we had a shop full of uh, of pipe smokers. Packed to the brim, it, it was packed and uh, smelled delicious. But of course, we had to run all these uh, fine people out. Uh, and, uh, and that was okay. And, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just been a great day. It's That's been awesome, good. Man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing well. What's,
0: what's going on with you, man? Man, doing, doing pretty well as well. Uh, you know, you, you, got Caleb, the intern we've, we've, uh, we've got kind of our, our staff over at Satchel that, uh, you know, we're, we're getting into our groove. Like we had a big staff meeting today and it was kind of a similar thing that you're talking about where it's like, you know, everybody kind of has their piece. They're able to kind of do their right. thing. And right. I can feel like I, I can start taking a little bit of my hands out of everything you know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't have to worry about just everything. Everything that's going on, and it's a good feeling. It is a good feeling. It's. Uh, it, it's. I think it's a a, a great. My. Uh, my former mentor in retail used to call that the
2: sweet spot. Oh yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Not not quite there yeah. yet, but but working on it. On You're my getting, end.
2: getting close though. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we I got, don't think I'll ever be there. No, that doesn't sound very familiar to me. I, th- I think you'll get there. I think <laughs> you will,
0: man. I think you've got you've got some amazing things going on in the shop. I think that you've got a, a, an amazing team behind you with uh, with Caleb, and uh, the future is bright. I think. I think. Uh, you will get to the sweet spot, but it'll make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I think, I think that's, what, <laughs> that's fair. I think that's, that's what happened. Yeah. But, man, you've got a lot of stuff that's been going on. A lot man. of people uh,
2: visiting the shop. Yeah, we had a lot of folks visiting the shop. Man, a couple of folks I want to give a shout-out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cool. We had a couple of pipe pilgrimages this week. And uh, Scott B. from uh, South Carolina actually got to uh, come by the from shop. South Carolina? South Carolina, man. He was on a cross-country trip and uh, went way out of his way. Uh, to uh, to come visit us here at the Squire, he was representing proudly the Upstate Pipe, pipe Society, uh, in South Carolina. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I've heard that. Uh, a lot from. of, lot of great, uh, of uh, course, pipe smoking tradition in that part of the world. And uh, man, it was just, it was a lot of fun to hang out with Scott and uh, and enjoyed that thoroughly. And uh, man, Greg, uh, Greg A from Riverside, California, stopped in today. As a matter of fact, California. Yeah, man, it's a, it was awesome. And uh, dude, it, it's funny. He, uh, his, his daughter is about to enroll in school here in Jackson, uh, at, at a, uh, at a local college. And, uh, Greg, you know, th- they had no idea, you know, and then Greg started, you know, rooting around looking for podcasts a couple years ago. This is after she decided to come to, to school in Jackson. And, uh, and then Greg, uh, you know, stumbles upon her podcast and about halfway, you know, through a few episodes, he realizes like, Oh, wow. This is, this is in the same place where my daughter's going to school. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it was great. Greg's going to be, uh, probably a regular fixture when he comes to town to, uh, to visit his, uh, his college aged daughter. So, uh, I thought that was really cool. We're hoping she, uh, uh, picks up the pipe as well, which you, you just never know. So. That's awesome, man! I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, it was really great. So. You know,
0: Bellhaven, of course, uh, that's that's a special neighborhood. Yeah, uh, you know, a uh, very famous residence from Bellhaven, Eudora Welty, like Eudora Welty, Eudora Welty's and, house there,
2: and Eudora Welty,
0: and Eudora Welty, right? She right. she
2: also was from there.
0: That's right. Two yeah. two lesser known uh, podcasters also live around that area too, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, a couple of schmucks.
2: <laughs> a couple up of, up, of yeah. schmucks. That's right. <laughs>
0: that's right. Uh, well, awesome, man! Like, what what an amazing time to uh, to come down for for the uh, for a pipe pilgrimage. Actually, some some folks actually. Come Coming up, uh, Mark VV. Dude,
2: yeah, this was really cool.
0: Uh, so Mark VV from New Orleans. Right. Uh, he Now, he had planned this. He actually tweeted me a picture that this was actually coming our way. He was up yeah. here for an event that I know you're going to talk about a little bit more in a minute here, uh, but actually brought LA1 Louisiana whiskey, small batch distilled uh, man, this beautiful bottle, which we have here on the, uh, the live show, batch number 12. I mean, this is, this is special.
2: <laughs> that's, 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 small batch stuff, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, is, um, I, I think one of the few distilleries in the state of Louisiana. And they've got a, is that right? Just a beautiful, uh, beautiful whiskey that they've made here. And of course, Mark, uh, came up for our tobacco blending class that we did. We did a tobacco blending event. And um yeah, had a few folks come from out of town. Matter of fact, our um friend Patrick from the Gulf Coast was up and that was that was a lot of fun. He's got family here in town, so occasionally he comes up and uh Mark came up and gifted us with this um, beautiful bottle of whiskey here. And um uh yeah, I mean it was just it was just really a lot of fun.
0: Well, so. it absolutely tastes uh, wonderful. And um yeah. as as those who have tuned in for the live show have already seen, I've I've already made my uh yeah, uh, it's stereotypical. I don't know if that's the right word, but at least traditional. I think it's traditional it's, at this point. Yeah, traditional yeah. Uh, spill on air. It, right. It's I I talk. You know, if you've just tuned in for the podcast and you've never actually I wonder how many
2: gallons, like if we added it all up, like <laughs> that you that you've actually spilled on this tobacco bar, uh-huh. like at like and and, and frankly, that, like how many different flavors have soaked into I'm this so like did, wood and in yeah. the cloth inside the case and stuff, like man that's you know i feel like every time we have a a whiskey appearing on uh, country square radio there there's kind of a you know, it just get, gets a little, um, infused. I'm glad to know I've made my mark. I'm
0: <laughs> you, glad to know I've, I've made You've definitely made your mark. Yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome. Look, <laughs> like, man, we've, uh, yeah, this is absolutely a wonderful whiskey. And again, Mark PV, thanks so much, brother. I, I've, yep. I've been enjoying it. Uh, and, uh, I can't wait to enjoy it more when I'm not on mic so that I won't that's spill right. it all over the place.
2: <laughs> uh, man, a uh, c- couple other things I've yeah, got to mention. Absolutely. Of course, uh, like I talked about earlier, we, uh, we're, just really thrilled to have our tobacco blending class this weekend. And it was sponsored, uh, good friends of the show, uh, Lane Tobacco and, uh, Scandinavian Tobacco Group, uh, were just kind enough to sponsor this. So it, it was really awesome. Uh, our friend Max Stokeby, uh, who we've talked about before on the show, good friend of the shop and, and good friend of Country Squire Radio. Um, Max, of course, of the Stokeby lineage and, uh, you know, um, yeah. uh, very, very much tobacco royalty in his own right. Um, but, uh, man, just a really great guy. He came in town and, uh, kind of got us prepped for a bunch of this stuff. He was going to stay for the... Uh, the actual blending event, but then uh, actually got sick. He had some, uh, some uh, ear issues that cropped up and so I had to run home and take care of that. But man. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was really great to see him though. And he, uh, it, it was just a real treat to get to interact with a lot of our regulars and stuff like that. So uh, we had a great time. It was really a lot of fun. Absolutely. You know, uh, Max is such a, such a cool guy with uh, such an amazing uh,
0: experience story and comes from such a wonderful legacy, but also yep. very much, uh, you know, is, his own man with a with exactly. a great path ahead of him. Yeah. You, know, you you uh had a wonderful opportunity to sit down and talk with them and uh we're really excited. It's it's one of these things where you know when when you're dealing with with a name like Max Stokeby, right. And when you're dealing with you know with uh, a, a company like Lane, yeah, you know you you can't just like record it and put it out there. you no, know that's right it, you got to make right. sure it's absolutely right. So in the coming weeks, we'll we'll hope to to release that special uh special interview chat that you guys have. yeah,
2: really looking forward to that absolutely yeah. I, I, I think uh, we had a good opportunity just to talk about kind of his experience coming up in the industry, but also, uh, you know, looking forward to, you know, what he sees down the road and, oh, yeah. uh, and what he has really enjoyed about, um, what he does and the challenges of it too. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of challenges in, uh, today's, uh, pipe world. So, um, yeah, it was really, really pretty special. So looking forward to that. Um, man, one other thing I, yeah. I have to mention before we dive into our, um, sponsors and our, our content. Um, something amazing happened this past week. And this is, this is pretty wild, but you know, at the Squire for our local customers, and we haven't rolled out yet a loyalty program for our away customers. That's something that we've, we've tried to figure out. And to be honest, the, the technical part of it is very difficult for us, uh, because we try to figure out ways to, uh you know it, it basically you know reward you for the stuff that you purchase at the shop but um but for our local folks we had this punch card system it's right, called right, the loyal right. squires program Like an ice cream um, shop or something like that. yeah you know i mean it, you know for every two ounces you buy you get a you get a point and uh you know you build your points up and this is uh y- you know w- we recognize when you're coming into a brick and mortar place like the country squire that uh you know it you might pay a little more than you would to on some of the online you know retailers which you know are more warehouse oriented and you get boutique you know. tobacco
0: boutique pros products, you're going to pay boutique price. Well, and,
2: and, and also boutique experience, too. Right. You know, That's folks absolutely. come in, they get to interact with real pipe smokers that, um, you know, ha- have been on the front lines of the hobby for, you know, <laughs> decades and, you know, it just it get to know a lot of interesting folks. And, you know, so it's a it's a different experience. And, and we realize that a lot of folks that take advantage of that are, you know, are, are going to give up a little financially to do that, but have faithfully done so. And so um, a few years ago, we we're committed to rewarding folks that shopped with us uh, for that, you know, and and we developed this uh, loyal squires club, and uh, and and so we had these point cards, and so you turn you turn these point cards in, you get a point for every two ounces of tobacco you buy, and and, and each card is worth about twenty four ounces of tobacco. Okay, that is a lot of tobacco right there. So all right, you've got a pound and a half of tobacco per punch card. Uh, let me make sure I'm doing all my my math correct here. Um, and so, you know, basically, you know, so each one is worth about a pound and a half. Um, what we did is we gave away rewards. So when you turn in these punch cards, you, uh, get discounts and points off and things like that. But we really wanted to reward folks for hitting milestones. And so what we did is we, uh, when, when you turned in your 10th card, uh, which is about 15 pounds of tobacco, then we actually put your name on a brass plaque and put it on the wall. And, and so 10 cards came around and went for a few folks. Our friend Mike Armstrong was the first of 10. We had several other folks get there and, uh, you know, folks that we mention regularly on the show. And, um, and, and anyway, this one individual just kept going. And uh, and and really powered through, and he was really on a mission about this. And <laughs> and I, I just I have to mention this tonight because he's a good friend, both of the show, uh, and of and of uh of the shop. But uh, his name is Peter Massey. Oh wow! And Peter took this as just a real charge. Uh, he he believes in pipe smoking. He believes in the hobby. He believes in the community we've established at the Country Squire. Yeah. And it was important to him to uh, to really make a statement with this and leave his mark on our shop, Peter. Just turned in his fiftieth loyal squire's card. No way, fiftieth, fiftieth. All right, so do the math for me. Now I want I want to put that in perspective. Okay, each each loyal squire's card has twelve punches on it, and each punch is worth two ounces. Two ounces. All right, so
0: twenty four. He
2: has he has redeemed the equivalent of seventy five pounds of pipe tobacco. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. mean, it's really incredible. That, like, it, like it's really amazing. That's a lot of tobacco. And, and you know, Peter's one of those guys that he just kind of comes in and does it. You know, periodically, it's not some big, you know, to do or anything. He's just like, well, okay, i to buy this and buy this. And he know, you know, he does the calculation. He's like, well, I can get a few extra points if I do this and this. And like, man, he just he just kept plugging away man. and plugging away. And um and man, he just just made number fifty. So um man, I, I just want to um thank Peter for his loyalty to our shop and um to. Uh, his commitment to our our local pipe smoking community here, and and also his dear friendship, and um, man, just just really, uh, just really felt led to to mention that tonight. So, um, to Peter and uh and his um uh patron of our shop and 75
0: our ounces of tobacco 75 pounds, pounds of, of tobacco, tobacco. <laughs> <My
2: goodness. Wow. laughs> and uh man we were just really really thankful for him so we're gonna do a few special things for him we uh are, are gonna um make a little place on the wall that will where we'll honor people that make it to 50 cards and yeah uh and, and then also uh you know we gave him a few a few little gifts just uh tokens of our appreciation we uh obviously can't do enough to thank folks but you know, I, I mention all this to to honor Peter, but also uh, just to let y'all know. You know, we are a small mom and pop shop. Um, although there is no mom, and I'm not a pop, but but you get the idea. Well, you're you're the you're the. I don't think I'm a
0: pop. You're like you're like a you're like a godfather to most of
2: us. Yeah, you know the pipe father. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but you know, there. you know it. It we we really are. It, it we're a small shop, and um, you know, when you purchase two ounces of tobacco from us, it makes a big difference. You know, this is the the difference between, um, you know, me being able to, you know, get my oil changed in my car versus <laughs> right, right, <laughs> versus not, you know, it's not a it's not a percent on a uh, on someone's ledger. Uh, at some big corporation. So anyway, I, I, I just wanted to thank Peter for that. And um and in doing that, thank everyone that that does uh, regularly support us. So, um, Peter. To you, we appreciate it, buddy. To you,
0: I would also toast you, but I have spilled all of my. But whiskey you spilled on. all
2: your whiskey on the t- on the which, counter.
0: Which, right? by the way, people are. <laughs> I think I saw Pappy Badger was saying that we should uh, we should actually turn the counter into a pipe. Like the 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 whiskey soaked wood from the counter into a pipe. Would yeah, that be okay? It'd be, yeah. it'd be a thing. Yeah,
2: I'd be I'd be okay it'd with be, that. I guess. It'd
0: be interesting. I don't know if you can smoke <laughs> it or not. It'd probably
2: go up in flames pretty quick. It'd be
0: yeah. Well, man, we got a great topic tonight. But before we do that, we've got a wonderful sponsor and a big announcement. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. let's do the big announcement first. We kind of teased this out on Facebook, and I am really really excited to put this out here, ladies and gentlemen. You're pregnant. No, wait, what? Right? No, come on, <laughs> come on. Not that kind of announcement. It's not that kind of announcement. Medical science has only come so far. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we are taking Country Squire Radio on the road. It's exciting, man. That's right. <laughs> CSR in NOLA again. Maybe. Yes, right. We are heading to New Orleans this October to do a live episode of Country Squire Radio. Now, that's right. Last year, around this time, around uh, October, that is, they had the uh, New Orleans pipe show. Sadly, there is no New Orleans pipe show this particular year that's However, right it'll probably be back at some point i'm sure it will i hope right. it will it was such a blast and we really enjoyed it but right. we don't want to lose the momentum i mean after all we had a lot of fun <laughs> no, i had a great time i mean yeah. let's let's be honest we, we really want an excuse to go to new orleans yeah and, and so
2: and smoke pipes and smoke pipes drink whiskey and be with friends exactly right exactly
0: <laughs> so here's the deal um october 22nd that's saturday is the day that we're looking at we don't have a venue We don't have ticket cost. We don't have anything other than a date, which is October 22nd. Um, We hope to actually do a long smoke competition as kind of part of the the day uh, event. We will be definitely doing a, a broadcast of Country Squire Radio, so you'll be able to sit in for it. And then once it's all said and done, you'll be able to get the proper New Orleans experience which is i will point you in all the right directions you can go bar hopping and we will follow you that's right <laughs> that's right you can go bar hopping restaurant hopping i trust me i've said it before on the show and i'll say it again you've not done New Orleans until you do it with my, with me This is your opportunity to actually get a chance to really see the authentic Bo York New Orleans experience, (laughs) get a chance to sit in on a recording of Country Squire radio, get a chance to hang out, get to know each other. You know, one of the great things is we hear all the time about, you know, people listening to the show and and, and wanting and loving to kind of feel part of the community. Well, this is an opportunity to get to know each other as well. So we figure New Orleans, you, you need an excuse to go down anyway october 22nd you've got an excuse so go ahead and pencil that in on your calendars that's right next week we'll have more details and you'll be able to pin it in a little bit more um so yes don't have any other details other than a date let us know that uh, that you'll be there and we'll start getting kind of some of the details together
2: but uh, start getting some some stuff ironed out we're really excited about this yeah. you know we had such a great time last year at um at the new orleans pipe show and everyone that was there uh, had a blast and so Um, you know we obviously they had some stuff come up and couldn't uh, pull it off this year and uh, matter of fact even since then several pipe shows have kind of you know been on the edge as far as uh, doing stuff because of uh, just the you know regulatory stuff that we're dealing with nowadays but um, you know we we decided that that was not a reason to celebrate both New Orleans and um, and pipe smoking in New Orleans and so uh, we just think this was be well you know will be a good opportunity to To get together and uh, goof off in a really great, interesting (laughs) town. So uh, yeah, so October 22nd, uh, pencil that in, and we'll be back with more information in the next few days.
0: Absolutely, man. Really excited for it. You're going to want to stay awake so you can catch all the latest information. The best way to stay awake is with a good fresh cup of coffee. How about a good fresh cup of coffee from Bean Fruit Coffee?
2: Bean Fruit Coffee,
0: that's right. That's right. If you go to beanfruit.com, use the code CSR at checkout, you actually get 5% off on some of the best quality coffee in the world. Now, I don't just say that. I mean, it's good. And I know it's good because, you know, it's coffee, right? All coffee is good.
2: I don't just talk about it. I also... And a client or whatever, right? right. (laughs) I don't always drink coffee,
0: but when I do, it is bean fruit coffee. It is bean fruit coffee. No, but it really is. I'm telling you, bean fruit coffee, excellent quality uh, products. Uh, Paul, the roaster at bean fruit coffee puts a lot. I mean, honestly, the way that he, I've said it before, but the way that he talks about his coffee and the different uh, roasts and the different blends, it sounds like John David Cole and the way that he talks about his tobacco. There is a, a unnatural romanticism that happens between the, uh, the blender, the roaster, and the product. It's crazy. And all <laughs> of us get I feel to... I about this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a little weird, but I'm so glad that it is because we all get a chance to enjoy the fruits of your labor. In your sense, it's actually the, uh, the quality tobacco. In Paul's sense, it's the wonderful coffee that you can find. Beanfruitcoffee.com. Use the code CSR. 5% off at checkout, and it helps support this show. That's it. Now... That is coffee. We're talking tobacco. Yeah, man.
2: Tobacco talk this evening. That's right. That's
0: right. Tobacco Um, talk. We have historically taken two different tobaccos, kind of reviewed them on the show in the most traditional sense. It's funny. You know, you think about a, a pipe tobacco podcast. What do you think you're going to talk about every single week? Well, you're going to talk about tobacco. Yeah, sure. And But, you know, we, we hit
2: a lot of different
0: subjects. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So the Tobacco Talk series is our opportunity to give you essentially what you want, <laughs> which is a, a straight-up review and discussion That's right. on various uh, pipe uh, tobaccos that are out there and various blends that you'll you'll find. And, man, looks like we've got, uh, got a couple lined up here for got tonight.
2: A, got a couple of good ones tonight. I'm excited <laughs> about these, uh, these blends. And, um, okay, so to start out, I've got one from... Uh, an interesting blend, uh, a lot of folks know their pipes but don't really think a lot of, about their tobaccos because you just don't necessarily see them all that often. But, man, the first one we're talking about is the Balkan blend from Brebia. Oh, man. And uh, Brebia, of course, Italian company, makes super pipes. Uh, these are pipes that, uh, you know, are uh, in some instances hand-finished but all, you know, highly quality briars that, uh, you know, from Italy, they've been around for a really long time. And, um, good people. They're, they're great folks to work with. And, uh, we've sold their pipes for, for a really long time and are, are very proud of them. But, um, man, they, they also make and have inspired excellent tobaccos. And, uh, and so tonight we're going to talk about their Balkan blend. Brebia, of course, uh, you know, like I mentioned, they've been around a while. Uh, this is a, a beautiful Balkan blend by Brebia 10. Uh, and on the outside of it, it, it says manufactured in the EC, which I'm assuming is European community, uh, under the authority of Pipe Brebia SRL. So uh, huh. a full-bodied blend of finest oriental leaves, dark-fired Kentucky, Louisiana Parique, and 40% of Syrian Latakia. So uh, this is a, a really interesting tobacco. It's one of those that um, I, I I tend to call tobaccos like this kind of a— like a kitchen sink tobacco, you know, that they kind of, they they kind of threw everything into it. You know what I mean? I mean, you've literally got uh, everything from, you know, the uh, dark fired burley, the Kentucky dark fired, you know, the oriental leaves, perique and then also the syrian latakia and, and it's not just syrian latakia it's 40 percent syrian latakia so uh, you just got a lot going on these are you know these kitchen sink tobaccos uh, a lot of time um a lot of times you know at the squire people uh, sift through our tin collection and they look at the descriptions on the back of these tins and they're like wow they all say the exact same thing like <laughs> right, right. you know virginia burley latakia with perique you know it's like how often can you you know do the exact same thing in a tin and come out with a unique blend but uh what they've done here is really really interesting they um have featured chosen to feature the syrian latakia um which if you're a latakia fan you know uh, of course is is more rare uh syrian yeah. latakia that's a you know war-torn part of the world um, and that's a harder to get leaf than the the cyprian stuff that is more commonly available of course the stuff we use here at the squire uh, our latakia we get all our, our latakia from mcclelland uh, and the stuff they sell uh, five pounds at a time that we use is uh, is from Cyprus. And so uh, we use the Cyprian Latakia. It tends to be uh, real rich and bold, uh, lots and lots of peat, smoke flavors. The, uh, the Cyprian stuff, uh, or I'm sorry, the Syrian stuff uh, is a lot more nuanced. It, it's got a lot more um i think complexity to it and uh and tends to be a little sweeter super oily lots of interesting flavors imparted on it by these um you know things that they actually burn to impart the smoke particles onto right. the the tobacco but uh just a super interesting leaf and so uh, even though this is a you know kind of kitchen sink tobacco where they just put oh let's put everyone's favorite tobaccos in it you know dark fired burley and paree and orientals and latakia you know um, th- they've really chosen to accentuate I think this Syrian latakia and uh, and made quite an interesting blend so um, yeah why don't you open it up Bo and tell me tell me what you think
0: yeah of course the tin itself is uh, kind of a gold color with at the top you got the big uh, green with just the big bold white and uh, kind yeah. of a, a yellowish. Uh, logo on font it. there
2: yeah i kind of I, I always call these the coin style tins i don't know if that's correct but that's how i've always referred to them you know it's um, funny
0: because i when i always think of if you say coin t- style i would actually assume kind of a thinner tin yeah. This actually has a, some depth to it
2: yeah it, it does it is a larger tin even though it's 50 grams Ooh, spicy yeah oh man that yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it comes through right yeah i love you know you, you talk about this being blended in uh, italy did you say
2: uh well no this is actually uh, blended by Planta which is out of Germany okay right. uh, but but it is it, you're right Brebia is an Italian, Italian company, company that, that's actually, right see that's that's what that's I love right. they, they've, they've developed this blend right
0: they developed it it's and, and it's it's
2: tinned in Germany
0: in Germany but but I love that like Louisiana Perique traveled all the way to Germany just to right back here you know <laughs> no, what I, mean? right? like, I, just, I know I love that pretty no. cool and
2: and the Kentucky Dark Fire too
0: yeah man it's um smoky yeah definitely like almost like a mesquite. Like a peppery mesquite. Am I picking that up or? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I could see that. Okay. And, and that probably comes mostly from the Oriental tobacco and the, uh, the Kentucky Darkfire Burley. Um, I, I think the, the neat thing about this, of course, they threw all these tobaccos into this and the, it is 40% Latakia. So the obviously it's, it's going to have that kind of lat bomb, uh, experience to it where when you smoke it, you're going to get that. But because it's Syrian Latakia, it has a nuance to it that I think you're just not going to get with a lot of other, uh, "Quote unquote lat bomb blends and um, and it really is kind of augmented by the dark fired burley. You know, you've got this dark fired Kentucky leaf that kind of comes around the the bottom and the side of it that just to kind of give it this um, rich woody flavor, uh, which is also probably contributed to uh, with the Orientals as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, the the Preek, interestingly enough for me, uh, I, you know, when I smoke this tobacco." Uh, the perique is, is, I, I don't get a lot of perique. I, I, I'm sure it's there. I think there is a, a little essence of pepper to it, but, um, yeah, I just don't really get a whole lot of perique when I smoke this tobacco, so. Um, you know, that it is one of those though that it's got so many things going on in it that it'd be hard to pin down well, one specific thing except of course the latakia which makes up uh, makes up, you know, the bulk of the blend. You
0: know, there's one scent that I can't quite place. That's just very unique. Like I recognize, yeah. you know, it's one of those things like I recognize this but I don't know what it is.
2: Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. It's going to drive me crazy. Why don't you chew on it and see how that Can goes? to chew on it? I'm not going to yeah. chew
0: on it. <laughs> I, I don't believe in uh, I'm, I'm here for the tobacco to smoke it, not to chew it. Not on. to chew it. That's right.
2: Um, you know, a, a lot of folks uh, have said with this uh, tobacco, of course, it is a ribbon cut tobacco. It's real fluffy. Um, but a lot of folks have said that this is a tobacco that uh, generally when you open the tin, it tends to be kind of wet. So that that is one thing to think about. A lot of times you'll you know maybe want to you know pull a little bit out and um, and let it sit a, a bit before you put it in your pipe, uh, and I think that'll you know it, it increase the pleasure of your you know smoking experience. But um, overall, a great tobacco. Really, you know a lot going on. Uh, I love you know featuring the Syrian Latakia and 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 really think the dark fired Kentucky. Uh, kind of comes up and uh, and bolsters the that kind of cedary woody flavor. Uh, it just pairs nicely with the with the latakia. So uh, for one of these blends, I give it I give it, a, I give it a, an A.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I like uh, it. Very cool. Like it sounds uh, sounds great. Smells delicious. And uh, yeah, you know, in terms of just the overall branding, there's it's very simple, it, but that's not
2: a bad thing. Yeah, you know, we see a lot of that nowadays. It seems like uh, and, kind of and, minimalist. Yeah, minimalist. Yeah. Some of my favorite tins, as a matter of fact, are. Are just really simple, you know, like that Vowen fourteen. It looks like it came out of a nineteen seventies like failed logos thing or something, you know. <laughs> but it's like it's my it's one of my top three favorite tobaccos, you know. So, yeah,
0: you know, it's 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 interesting. I mean, to some extent, the, the design needs to meet the tobacco. But sure. When you go minimalist, it's almost like you can just. The tobacco kind of speaks for itself. It, so it sells I, I, itself. Yeah, there's yeah. something to it. But I, you know, you think about like those Frog Morton designs and everything, and yeah,
2: McClellan does such a good job. Y-
0: you really just yeah. can't beat that. Um
2: yeah.
0: Although Cornell and D, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I, but I will say yeah. it works. It works. I think given the complexity of the tobacco, kind of a, a simplistic uh, more yeah. uh, branding makes a lot of sense. Speaking of which, I see you got another that
2: um, would kind of be a little bit more simplistic in, in its design. Now we're not talking about this one tonight. Oh, okay, uh, misleading. But, but I will actually mention that later in the show okay, because we enough, talked about it last enough. week. This uh, is uh, our our next one we're featuring tonight. Of course, good friend of the show. Uh, we talked about Max Stokeby. Uh, also a good friend of the show, Eric Stokeby, Max's yeah. dad. Oh yeah, and uh, and we've sold Stokeby products here at the Country Squire for you know literally decades. And uh, you've got Peter Stokeby, Eric Stokeby, uh the Is the, um, you know, next, next, next person in line, and he, uh, started Fourth Generation Tobacconist, which, uh, we're really proud to carry their products, but, um, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Just super nice and uh, and, and great friend of the show. But, and
0: like extremely humbled. Like, I'm sitting next yeah. to him in, in Chicago yeah. thinking like I'm sitting next to a giant and he's just being so cool and so nice to me. And I'm like, you don't have to be this nice to me. I, I know. Just, I, I was so nervous at his presence.
2: <laughs> it's really great. It just shows you the quality of the folks in the pipe industry. And, of course, Eric uh, exemplifies that. Absolutely. His whole family yeah, does. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, this is a fourth generation tobacconist. Um, this one we're reviewing tonight is 1855. Uh, Eric Peters blend. Of course, um, this is coin style tin with, uh, you know, speaking of kind of the simple yeah, 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 uh, sim- simplicity of uh, some of the, you know, uh, word marking and stuff that we've come to know uh, from some of these companies, letting the tobacco speak for itself. And uh, I'll, I'll read the back of the tin here. This is the um, 1.4 ounce tin. So uh, this is smaller tin, but it says, uh, Eric Peter, my great-grandfather, founded our family's tobacco business in Denmark and was known for his deep passion for natural tobacco flavors. Sounds like a man after my own heart. Uh, Truly for the experienced pipe smoker, 1855 is a ready-rubbed blend of exceptional golden, mature Virginia tobaccos that demonstrates the natural sweet Virginia taste and pleasant aroma. Mm. So uh, just really, really um, simple tobacco. A lot of folks uh, will actually compare this tobacco to... Uh, MacBaron Virginia Number One, which I, I think is a fair comparison. MacBaron uh, Virginia Number One, of course, it's a, a blend of Virginias. It's kind of uh, bright, um, you know, lots of natural sugar, real clean, not a ton of complexity going on, but just a real nice kind of hay-like, summery flavor to it. And and I, I think the um, 1855 blend from 4th Generation uh, pulls that off well too. So um, again, you've got a ready rubbed blend. Um, of these golden leaves. Mm-hmm. And so the, because of the cut, it's going to be a little, little chunkier than your typical ribbon cut, um, manufactured in Scandinavia by, a uh, Scandinavian Tobacco Group. So, uh, these are, you know, a lot of times you'll recognize these tins. They, they look the same. And so y- y- you might be correct in assuming that a lot of the, Uh, a lot of the tin companies are manufactured by the same folks so uh, that you know the folks at uh, Scandinavian Tobacco Group also they tin stuff like the Dunhill tins and uh, W.O. Larson tins and and also you know some of our favorites like Orlick and uh, Escudo and things like that so you know just a a real simple coin style tin Uh, this is a simple and straightforward blend it's not flavored um, and medium bodied, it's one of those that just really features I think the natural natural flavor of the Virginias. But I'm gonna let you give that a give that a healthy whiff.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, of the series, is is this the only one that's ready rubbed I, I, I know
2: there's different. You know, actually, I've forgotten because I there's uh, so many good ones in that series, and I I know there's a flake, the 1931. That's probably my favorite of the of the four generation series, but th- this may be the only ready rubbed one. You know what I get Not like positive.
0: immediately from the ten note from this, yeah,
2: yeah. honey. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, big yeah. time. Yeah, and and you know. This is a this is a tobacco blend that lets the leaf you know kind of speak for itself. Oh, absolutely, right? and, and we love that. And actually, I was I'm smoking that here tonight. I will let my pipe go out just because I'm flapping my gums so much. But <laughs> you know, I, I was smoking this here tonight, and so um, you know, as you can kind of tell, Bo, it's a just a real uh, clean natural flavor. It's just got a real kind of earthy uh, room note to it, and one that um, you know I just think uh, just just smells like tobacco just smells like it should you know not the uh not the peaty latakia smokiness or or aromatic but just uh just real clean nice tobacco
0: you know the diversity that you're going to find in terms of these different flavors and smells and, and everything in the tobacco i mean like you know it, it, i i think to, to like my wife whenever she says beer she talks about how all yeah. beer tastes the same i'm like you haven't drank enough beer to even know that no that's obviously the case. not right <laughs> but a lot of people they'll say like oh it all, all pipe tobacco it just it all tastes the same I mean, when they come yeah. in, like oh, i just want pipe tobacco what kind <laughs> Pipe tobacco. Right. No, no, the no. one that tastes like tobacco. You put these two blends in front of them,
2: they're going right. to, they don't need to they'll immediately know to a, a difference. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll immediately know a difference. Um, yeah. I, I like, I like the 1855. And I, I do think the comparison to Mac Barron, Virginia number one is, is fair. Mac Baron um, is, I think, a little flakier of a cut. So it's got, uh, it's not quite as, um, uh, rubbed apart or granulated, maybe as the as the eighteen fifty five, and um, and I love MacBaron number one. We, yep. you know, I, I use it and, and love it and, and smoke it quite quite regularly. But the thing I like about this particular tobacco is it has a little less tongue bite for me than that and so you get some of the hay-like uh citrusy flavors um actually i think this has a little more citrus to it than uh than the virginia number one but um but there's less tongue bite which i really appreciate you know a lot of these virginias they um they're so delicious but they kind of make you work for it you know you got to work and and this is no different you know a, a ready rub tobacco you um you know have to nurse and uh, typically is a little harder to keep lit and things like that but anyway just a real uh clean blend super uh, you know kind to the mouth and uh and and easy to um easy to smoke for the most part uh for certainly for a ready rub tobacco and uh, and I think just a real clean uh clean good smoke
0: yeah absolutely you know the the other great thing about the fourth generation is uh, I mean it is very much an Eric Stokeby blend and brand his signature is right there on the 10 yeah you know it's got uh you know like you said speaks for itself all of the fourth generation do have that similar uh uh, branding and so you know you gotta gotta collect them all open them all because they're all very gotta catch them all they gotta catch them all they're all very different in uh in the way they smoke so uh you want to check it out actually i remember getting a bunch of samples when we were in in uh, chicago yeah enjoying just all of them uh but yeah his name's right there on the uh on the ten, little signature blend right there. So you got to check it out. Fourth generation. Now both of these tobaccos, as historically has been the case, if if people are in the general area, if they want to come by the Country Squire,
2: free samples. Oh, absolutely. Woo! Yeah, yeah. These. Wait, oh, wait,
0: hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on.
2: We can't say that anymore, can we? Oh no, we can't. <laughs> uh, we we cannot. So uh, uh. if you if you put uh, if. if how how much? So, so if they come by the squire, the squire and a sample, a, a, a bowlful for a nickel. How about that? All right, all right, all right. Nickel, you can, nickel you can, samples. You can purchase. We can't even call them samples. You can purchase oh a pinch of this tobacco for a nickel. Uh, and if you don't have a nickel, then a quarter. And if you actually that's a, five bowlfuls,
0: then a half hey penny will do. And if you don't have a half hey penny, God bless you.
2: Wow, you're so full of really Christmas obscure like references.
0: No, yeah, that's from uh. I forget which one, but that's a, that's the thing. It's all not, right, okay.
2: That's a, that's a song that is a traditional <laughs> Christmas song, and I'm blanking on it. So anyway, come back to the Country Squire and please try uh try one of these tobaccos.
0: Listeners of the Country Squire, special deal for you: a nickel for uh for a uh, wonderful pinch of these of one of tobaccos. these blends. That's yeah, right. Mention that you heard it; you get it for a <laughs> nickel, as opposed to the price that you would otherwise pay. Right. All right. <laughs> What a bold new world we live Thank in. Thank you, FDA. That's yeah, right. well, we're figuring it out. We'll figure it no, out. We're, we're, just getting, gotta, we're getting through this. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. That's, that's great. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Uh, but look, the great the great thing is that you get these wonderful tobaccos. You're going to want to be able to smoke them, obviously. And, uh, you know, you got, you got your wonderful pipes, as you should. You want to make sure that you bring your best possible pipe to smoke your favorite tobacco, but what if it is a brand new tobacco and you don't know which direction it's going to go? Well, and you want to get the purest,
2: uh, taste of it too. Absolutely. Right? Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, you, you've got your, your old school briar, something you've been going to every single day for the last 17 years. You're not, that's not the pipe that you want to sample a brand new tobacco in. Necessarily. Not necessarily. 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 Right. No, what we recommend is, is you, you want a good quality corncob pipe for sampling your tobaccos. That's right. And the best way to do it, samples, of course, which you purchase, not samples. <laughs> but the best way that you smoke a pinch of tobacco with a corn cob pipe from Missouri Meerschaum. From our friends at Missouri There Meerschaum. it is. That's exactly right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and tonight we're talking about the Great Dane. Dude, the Great Dane uh, pipe from Missouri Meerschaum is, it, it, it is what a Missouri, when, when you think of what Missouri Meerschaum can do with a corn cob pipe, you know, you, you, you've you got an image of a corn cob pipe in your mind. Throw it out because Missouri Meerschaum tests your limitations are anyone's limitations. of what you can do with a corn cob pipe, yeah, absolutely. The Great Dane is a beautiful shape. It's one that is kind of very much a a unique all to its own. How would you describe that?
2: Yeah, it. I always uh, describe this almost like a spindle. Yeah. it's like it's like someone took a, a spindle off a railing and kind of uh, it took the most uh, ornament uh, uh, decorated part of it. And, uh, and use that part to make a pipe that, that's how I've always kind of kind of seen it it's
0: kind of like that they've, they've got another pipe that is a little bit more true in, in a spindle format you know to me yeah the, the one because they've got the one that kind of rounds off at the top it almost looks like a hammer yeah uh, and then they've got one yeah. that kind of opens up a little bit more wide and, and kind of a, a flatter a more a flare yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it reminds me that one in particular, uh, you won't appreciate this, but uh, Marvel Comics did what they call their Ultimates Edition. Where they yeah, I don't to,
2: appreciate this at all.
0: Yeah, I know, but they, they they reimagined a lot of their characters in kind of modern day terms, and so they they introduced yeah. the character of Thor, the God of Thunder, and they gave him an axe that looked nothing like his historic axe. And it, or, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, they gave him his hammer, which did not look like his historic hammer. But the deal was. One side was a rounded hammer, and okay. the other side was an axe that kind of flared out. Oh, okay. okay. That reminds me of Ultimate Thor hammer a little bit. That, that one right that, there. That, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and,
2: and there's two. We we keep referring to two uh, types. There's a uh, a spool type and the spindle type. So there's two two types of Great Dane pipes here. Uh, of course, with the black uh, plastic stem that just really sets it off real, mm-hmm. uh, they always have a nice uh, high quality fit and finish and um, comes in a bent and a straight.
0: Absolutely. So check it out. Hey, if you've got a great Dan cob pipe, which you should, go ahead, smoke it this week, take a picture of it, tweet it in, and we will retweet it out because we thank you guys for supporting the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum as they support us making this podcast right here. Pipe question of the the week. week. Pipe question of the week. Bring it. Pipe question of the week this week comes in from listener Greg Bolin, uh, who writes in, he says, about to move into a new house in a new city uh, next month, which is near his brother-in-laws who also smoke pipes. They are tossing around the idea of starting a pipe club in an, in, in their area uh, in order to meet others who are also into pipe smoking. Great. Uh, I, I've never been part of a pipe club, so I was wondering if you had recommendations on how to get one started and what activities... Go on in a pipe club uh, to keep things interesting. I've heard men- I've heard it mentioned uh, several times uh, about long smoke contests, and was wondering what other ideas you might have. Thanks, guys. Again, this is Greg Bolin. He says, "P.S. Big shout out to Pappy Joe on celebrating 41 years of marriage." Ow, Pappy Absolutely. Joe,
2: yeah, man, 41
0: years, showing us how it goes. That's right. That's right. Congrats to you, sir. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So to uh, to Greg's yeah. question, starting a pipe club.
2: Uh, yeah, a great question, and uh, we've had folks that. Uh, you know, are new to different areas or are just new to pipe smoking and, and figure there are people out there that also smoke pipes, but, um, don't have a way to connect with them. And so they try to start a pipe club to kind of gather these people together. And, um, and it's a great idea. And I think the biggest encouragement I can give you in this, and this is from experience, we, we've had a lot of success here locally in the central Mississippi area with our pipe club. But, um, but you know, I, I would, I, I would caution you. I've heard a lot of folks that have had, you know, it, it's a trying time, you know, you, you kind of you put it out there and you might get just a few folks or, you know, a couple times even no folks. And, and, and then, you know, but you keep at it, you keep at it, you kind of and, and and continue to stoke the fire up. And, um, you know, I think there are pipe smokers in every corner of this country mm-hmm. and, and and they're there. And so you just kind of have to continually uh, search and, and try to pull those common threads together. Um, obviously, uh, the, the first place to start is at your local tobacco shop. So, uh, even if it's a cigar shop, uh, you know, a lot of folks, you walk into a a shop and, uh you may uh you know not see a lot of pipe stuff. But typically you don't in today's world. You know, our the country squire is very unique in, in that way that uh the pipes are kind of front and center here. But uh but go there, uh you know, introduce yourself, let let these folks know that uh you are a pipe smoker and uh you know would be interested in uh them carrying things that are you know geared towards you and you might even have stuff you could recommend for that and and also ask them uh you know if they know of any other pipe uh guys in the in the area or, or gals. Uh, that would be interested in you know getting together about this and and see see about ways you can collaborate with them you know any anything if it's a retailer worth their salt, they're gonna be mm-hmm. interested in you know doing whatever they can to get you comfortable in their shop and so um, you know I would just really you know tell you to at first reach out to a local tobacconist even if it's a you know primarily cigar uh, you know outfit so um, so that that's number one uh, number two, uh, you've got uh, threads and forums all over the Internet, and I would I would really work those to, you know, put the word out as far as, um, you know, OK, we we're going to get this going in our area. Uh, you know, if you're in the area and are interested in this thing, uh, you know, please let us know or get in touch with us. And I think you'll be surprised, particularly if you live in a decently populated area, the response you'll get. Of course, you know, we talk about, you know, Jackson, Mississippi. We've got a very vibrant um, you know, a pipe uh, community here. And this is only a city of, you know, 200,000 people. And so, you How's know, right? yeah. And, you know, with the suburbs, you've got, you know, some more, but, you know, Jackson's only got a couple hundred thousand people. And so we, uh, you know, there are a lot of pipe smokers here. And I think once you give folks the opportunity to kind of uh, get to know each other and, and just learn that folks are there, uh, I think you'll start seeing, seeing benefits of that. So advertising, go to these smoke shops, ask them if you can put up flyers and things of that nature, uh, and just continually try to reach out. And, uh, I think you'll, I think you'll see benefits of that. Um, if you need any help, uh, let, you know, us or, uh, you know, other, other resources know there are folks in the tobacco industry that'll be more than happy to provide you with, right. you know, just whatever information they can occasionally. Uh, occasionally some of the uh, manufacturers will even give out samples and things of nope. that nature, but, nope. um, no, paid, paid things that yep. you can, by perhaps at lower prices in order to share yep. and develop interest in that. We're going to have to come up with new We're going to have to come up with new phraseology. New, new verbiage. We're yeah, going yeah. to get there. We're going to get there.
0: Think about it. Welcome it's to the future. wonderful opportunity. We get to create new words. Let's create new words. Oh, we could do that. We could do
2: that. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's probably, you know, people were like, oh, what do you call smoking a pipe while walking? Well, that's called lunting. See that. Well, well now, so what do we do with the new, oh, this could be a thing. What, 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 is, what, that, is, uh, what is the new what used to be a, sample. You said pinch and that that's good, but I bet we could go better than pinch. No, we probably could. Yeah.
0: Let's let's think through that. Actually, you guys should send in some ideas.
2: No, we should. should. This could good. I'm telling you, this could be a thing. We need to talk about the new what is what takes the place of the sample, it's not of sample. tobacco. And it, it's now, not it, a sample. it's not a sample. That's right. But you're not necessarily buying an ounce. It's like when they so came out with new Coke, it wasn't Coke. It wasn't Coke. Right. But some people still call it Coke, but some people but call it Coke, Coke. But it's not Coke. So so what do we call the new sample of tobacco? That's the question. That's our pipe question the, the, to you. To you. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a legitimate question. That is a legitimate question. Like like if you want to come by the squire, you're not going to buy an ounce if you just want to try you something. Dude, I am you putting want, that out on Facebook, you buy, buy, Twitter, you and buy this pipe life. A nickel's worth of uh of of tobacco. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'd be real interested. We we need to we need to. We oh, get uh, a dime
0: bag. No, that's not a car That's not, that's not a
2: problem. <laughs> a guy. nickel bag. No nickel bag. Uh,
0: yeah. So here's Just stop here's, it. here's the deal. Um, <laughs> great great pipe question. I got a couple of other things I might throw in there as well. You know, um, you, you asked for kind of different events that you can do. John David's absolutely right. If you're starting off, you know, if you only got like you know you, your brothers-in-law, maybe like one other person, that's a good starting core group right there. Um, you know, you're gonna meet people as you go. That's right. Start with regularity, get meetings on the, on the, on the, uh, calendar and keep to them. If you're all going to meet up for dinner every single Monday night and just grill out and, and smoke your pipes, do it. And actually Monday night's a great night to do it because that's a great excuse. It's you can join us. You can join us right yep. here on the live show. Yep. So, uh, you know, heading over to countrysquareradio.com and actually sitting down with, uh, with several folks from around the country who are doing the exact same thing. It's kind of a nice, uh, gives you an excuse to do something with, you know, your, your pipe club. Poker games, you know, chess, whatever you guys are interested into beyond just pipe smoking, just mix it together. That's part of the culture of what uh what we've all come to to know and love is there's a lot of different things that kind of touch into uh into smoking pipes as well. So find those additional things, do them together as a group, add people as you go. I think you're gonna have a, a great success yeah. in your new home. Yeah. So great pipe question of the week, Greg. We really appreciate that. Hey, and if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in, csr at podastery.com. Quick fire with with the squire. squire. Quick fire questions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the battle of the pappies. (laughs) (laughs) Because these questions (laughs) come in from both Pappy Joe... And Pappy Badger in this corner. In this corner, we have Pappy Joe. Pappy Joe, the longtime Pappy of the Country Squire Radio.
2: Weighing in at a barrel full of perique from South Louisiana. And 41 years
0: marriage.
2: Congratulations to him. And the other corner is Pappy Badger. Pappy
0: Badger, the newcomer.
2: He's the fighting badger.
0: He's the fighting badger. He's coming out swinging the meme-making and uh, otherwise, new Pappy. <laughs> Let's see how they go. Actually, so Pappy Badger actually kicked this off. He's actually That's great. Roll yeah. in from thispipelife.com, the forums on thispipelife.com. That's right, yeah. And uh, and Pappy Badger uh, started them off, and then Pappy Joe kind of uh, took one, tweaked it, and added another, add another one. So I thought we'll just mash them together and go from there. Okay. All okay. right. Sounds Here we good. Bring them. All right. Classic pirates or ninjas?
2: Pirates. Uh,
0: yeah, okay. So Pirates smoke pipes. Well, you don't know that ninjas don't. You can't see ninjas. You can't even see them. That's right. Yeah, I the guess that's smoke. True. They escape with the smoke. How do you know that? Not know that's the smoke from their pipes. I,
2: I'm going to go with pirates. I'm going to go with pirates as well. <laughs> it's now, a, they're a known quantity.
0: Yeah. Well, so if if they were fighting, then it's a whole nother story. But we're not saying fighting. It's just choose pirates or ninjas.
2: Going to go with pirates. <laughs> Medieval or Victorian? Now this this is difficult for me. Uh, as a as a, um, a lover of all things history and particularly of Western Europe, um, I'm gonna go with Victorian by a nose. Who? But I'm, but I'm gonna go with Victorian. Whose nose? Uh, well, that's a great question. <laughs> if it were Benjamin Disraeli's nose, it'd be a big nose.
0: Oh, ho, ho, ho.
2: You don't know who that is. I it's have okay. no idea. Like that.
0: that's, that's fine. You didn't know who
2: Thor was. It's very appropriate so for it's the. Easy. It's very appropriate for this uh, clip. Like fair
0: enough. Fair enough. All right. So that's the one that Pappy Joe then kind of gave it. To, oh, I guess I'm going to go with um, medieval. Okay. Okay. So that's the one that Pappy Joe kind of uh, twisted and said
2: medieval or old American West. Wicked, we can, wicked! We can wow. We can, yeah. We can wow. Yeah. I'm gonna go with medieval on that. I think I'm gonna go with medieval on that.
0: I'm going to go medieval as well. Yeah. you know, the, So there is something classic about kind of, you think of iconic, you know, the knights with the sword and the thing, but there's also something iconic about the cowboy, you know, riding off into sure. the, uh, yeah. into the sunset here. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to actually take that a step forward. Who do you think would win in a fight, a cowboy or a knight?
2: A cowboy because they have a Colt 45. Um... And I don't think chainmail can deal with that.
0: You don't think so? I don't think of, so. Of the, of the era though? I mean, how fast is that thing popping out?
2: I mean, it's it, it's a it's a gun, yeah.
0: No, but I mean, like it's a. Slow, it's not a musket. It's a well.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna go with the cowboy. Really, I, unless they can get close. If it's ever hand to hand, then of course the the knight has the has the upper hand.
0: <sighs> didn't okay, all right, hang on. Didn't uh, Doc McBrown or Doc Brown right? Uh, didn't he actually wear chainmail and uh, Back to the Future Part Three and get shot? By Biff's, you know, great ancestor.
2: That I do not know.
0: I feel like he did, and I yeah. feel like he was fine. Do you remember that, Breyer? No, I don't know. Post <laughs> it out there. I don't know. I, I'm kind of. I'm. I think because it, it's not just about the chainmail; it's also the plate armor. I'm going to give it to the knight. Okay. I okay, think the knight's going to be able. It's going to ricochet fair. off, and he's going to slice the cowboy in half. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. Um and I will also on that note go with medieval as well. Cowboys that are pissed off all over the world. I right?
2: mean <laughs> what are they going to do?
0: <laughs> if I, if I'm wearing plate mail. <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right, and finally uh Pappy Joe asks with uh, Latakia or Perique. Perique. Got to give it to Perique.
2: Always Perique. Hometown advantage. Yep. I you know, I long-time listeners of the show know I you know, Latakia has its place, but I'm just not a big not a big English blend guy.
0: That's right. Yeah. All right, that's good. That concludes our pap-off, as Fletch on Twitter <laughs> has named it. Very good. Great quick-fire question, guys. And again, uh, if you've got quick-fire questions, you can email them to show CSR at potisteria.com, or you can head over to the forums at thispipelife.com, which that's is right. actually how we got this. We've got a forum dedicated specifically to gathering your quick-fire questions, and we want you to go to thispipelife.com, not just so that you can give us your quick-fire questions. That's that, I mean, Don't get me wrong. That's why we want you to go. That's right. Of course. But it also helps support the show and it enters you into a wonderful community of uh, folks who absolutely love and adore the Pipe world not just the pipes i mean there's a ton of discussion going on about what tobacco is what pipes you're most interested in but there's a lot of things going on beyond that you know a lot of discussion going on right now in terms of this fda is we're all trying to figure out these nuances that's right it's a great community of folks who are also trying to figure out the nuances as well so yep. do this for us head over to thispipelife.com if you have not yet registered you need to do so it's absolutely free to do but enter in the code csr when you do register because it helps support the show when you do it so big thanks to the good folks at the and big thanks to you guys
2: for checking them out absolutely
1: your, your thoughts your, your comments. comments
0: listener feedback all right man listener feedback this week we got yeah. a uh, a great new itunes review in you want to actually read that one
2: for yeah, us yeah this is great um uh- Let's see. This goes, this comes on iTunes from A.M. Causey, uh, a weekly staple for this novice piper. Country Squire Radio is the perfect podcast for someone like me because every episode brings another dimension to my knowledge and love of pipe smoking. From obscure history lessons, boy, they are not kidding, <laughs> <laughs> the about pirates to pipe shapes, uh, from tobacco pairing to the odd and lovely culture of people who father around the pipe. Uh, This podcast covers every facet of pipe life and welcomes you to not only learn, but join in the fun. John David is a gentleman and a scholar. Mm. I assure you, mostly just a scholar uh, (laughs) of tobacco and more. Uh, And Bo plays the everyman host with class and a lot of humor, uh, asking the questions we all have and bringing a lot to the table himself including accents uh some of which are halfway decent and halfway offensive that's and had some of which are halfway offensive That's right. uh well worth the time especially if you have time to smoke while you listen kudos man thank you so much uh am causey from itunes that's that's wonderful man loved getting that in thank you so much for that uh yeah no i think uh, i think halfway uh half, halfway
0: uh, decent like i'll take that yeah but they haven't heard me do my brain impression Bane for the Dark Knight Rises.
2: Do you want me to read Eric's or do you want to read Eric's?
0: Would you read Eric's as well? I'll read.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted me to read Eric's until I put on the mask. Uh, yeah, I, I, we definitely don't want you to read Eric's if, uh, if it's that That's what Pappy Badger. <laughs> it's an inside joke. I apologize. The next one comes from Eric Karlo- Karlosky. Uh, Eric says uh, America has a hidden secret twist tradition, uh, as opposed to the monopoly of North England's Kindle tradition Ooh. with Gawith and Hogarth or Sam Gawith. In Kentucky, you can get a natural burly twist uh, labeled for chew, but are amazingly good without the weird tonquin uh, tonquin bin flavoring. Yeah, interesting. I, I, you know, I'm not as familiar with the uh, tradition in Kentucky. Of course, if you uh, do search on that uh, regularly, you will find uh, twist tobacco that is made in, uh, in the United States and in that part of, the, in, in that part of our country. And so, uh, I need to learn more about that, to be honest. But, uh, Eric mentions that, uh, we should not overlook that. And, uh, it is a, uh, quite a robust tradition in, in that part yeah, of the world. No, with, with, uh, with flavorings that, um, maybe, uh, don't, you know, are not as, uh, offensive to his palate.
0: That's good. Yeah, very good. Great stuff. Yeah, wonderful, uh, wonderful feedback. And we did a twist tobacco episode. Gosh, I guess it was a
2: couple weeks ago. Yes, yeah, a few um, weeks ago. We got a lot of good reviews on great, that. I great think there's a lot of that. folks that uh, just haven't interacted with twist leaves yet, and they or twist tobaccos yet. And I think that was a kind of a nice primer for them.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. You know, it's it's uh, lat, you know, speaking of great great feedback, we got a lot of great feedback. Apparently, y'all really enjoyed last week's episode. We- <laughs> We did as well. We enjoyed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The um, it was it was quite the experience, uh, both for those uh, live on YouTube and and live in, in the shop as well. And I hey, on there but anyway.
2: you know what? Bo? we do have some feedback on Twitter. We we've got some feedback on Twitter. We, we do, we Great. do. And uh, we've got uh, Eric at uh, Subtilis eighty seven. He says, uh, "Speaking of tin designs, hmm. uh, will the new FDA rules be ruling?" or I'm sorry, be ruining any of that tin art uh, similarly to the way they do in Britain. And so uh, interesting uh, thoughts about that. Uh, the tin art will probably have to change some, uh, but it's not mostly the art. We we, As far as I understand, we won't have the uh, ludicrous, uh, you know, markings of, you know, human lungs, and, or if they're human lungs, we don't even know, but on the tins like they do overseas, but uh, so much Percentage, the turkey. Yeah, but the barbecue yeah. turkey that we saw, uh, but so much of the percentage of the uh, tobacco is uh, labeling is going to have to be uh, these warnings about um, about the effects of, of smoking. So, uh, so we will see that. Interestingly, uh, there was a ruling from a court. You know, they uh, obviously the FDA came out with these. Uh, these regulations and immediately a lot of folks started uh, litigating, suing the FDA over some of the finer points of this. And so one of the first rulings came back actually last week, and it was regarding to uh, to labeling of, of cigars. But I'm sure it will be um, effective in some sense for right. pipe tobacco, right. too, yeah, depending yeah. on how they, you know, kind of. Uh, you know, hand this thing down. But uh, anyway, there was a, a labeling dispute. They, you know, the uh, tobacco uh, cigar manufacturer wanted to make sure that uh, the court agreed with them that a, um, you know, if you change the label on a cigar, that that didn't mean you had to, uh, resubmit as a new tobacco product uh so it'd be like you know uh, them taking the tin of uh frogmorton changing the design of the tin a little bit or the label a little bit sure sure and and then saying you know the fda under their rules they had wanted to say that is a new tobacco product and so you have to uh go through all this and and of course the court uh thankfully decided uh with the cigar manufacturer so th- so that's good and, uh, and so, um, you know, we'll see how that affects some of the artwork going forward, which I think will will oh. be interesting. So, uh, Portland Paul, a uh, good, good friend of the show. He says, uh, I got a hundred gram tin of that 1855, uh, but ended up giving it away. Didn't care for it, but then again, not a Virginia smoker. So, uh, Portland Paul, that's why they make chocolate and vanilla. And, um, and, and and that's good. Uh, so uh, Mark V.V., of course, excited about our New Orleans meet up uh, in October. He yeah. said uh, he's fired up about having us um, coming down. And uh, Portland Paul also uh, mentions and we've talked about this on the show. Uh, Stephen Books, who, of course, is uh, one of the you know, finest boutique pipe blenders on uh, in, in America is actually closing his shop down. Uh, and mm. his his daughter is going to take uh, the store online. Uh, and, and and take it up and do online only. But anyway, um, Stephen's been around forever. Some of his tobaccos he's got cellared and occasionally sells or, you know, 40, 50 years old. I mean, just has been around a, a really long time. House of Calabash up in the Pacific Northwest. It's uh, a cool name. Yeah. It, yeah. Really, really great name. Really legendary blender. And we uh, wish him well in his his retirement uh, here here. Here at his uh his twilight years. So um, anyway, um, and Peppy Joe then says maybe we should call it call it trial size tobacco uh, rather than a sampler. I, 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 I also I,
0: saw a teaser like a like a tobacco, tobacco teaser. teaser.
2: Yeah, is that like an appetizer? I, I was thinking like a
0: teaser. Like is that uh, something you
2: get it like chilies?
0: No, no, no. I was I was actually thinking like a teaser like a teaser trailer. Like you know you've got a trailer for a movie, but then you have a teaser which is smaller than the trailer.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: we could we could go with that. There might be something there. <laughs> We'll, we'll, let's we'll we'll throw it out we get a lot of, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we've got a lot of great ideas that'll
2: <laughs> that'll come out of the group and also uh part time try hard on Twitter John Griffin says uh that Bo York needs a sippy cup and he's right, and you probably have a couple at home from uh oh, your man. little your little Yorklings yeah the problem is think.
0: last time I filled it up with whiskey uh, <laughs> you ever seen a drunk baby? <laughs>
2: I don't think so, but don't they all kind of act a little drunk, a little bit? But especially the ones that have been <laughs> sipping up whiskey. I, I, I don't believe I've seen one of those. Uh,
0: nor have I. Y'all, we got a great show tonight. We've got a lot of <laughs> good stuff that's uh, that's happened on the uh, the old pipeline here. We already mentioned it a couple times, but of course, October twenty second. Mark your calendars now. CSR in New Orleans. Once that's right. Not wait. Uh, hopefully, get a, a good bunch of you. Of course, the New Orleans folks. We're looking forward to kind of coming down, seeing you, bringing the Mississippi folks with us. But uh, but also. Hopefully, kind of offering up uh, for those of you outside of uh, our normal spaces. I mean, look, New Orleans is a fun place to be, and and trust me, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous town. Yeah, it's uh, worth visiting. Mm-hmm. French Quarter is a is a beautiful place, especially in October, man. Yeah, like I, that is-
2: I was just about to say October is is probably the perfect time of year to visit that part of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Right now, it's it's definitely extremely humid and, uh, and and quite muggy, real hot. But uh, man, by by October. Uh, we'll be we'll be loving the weather down there
0: it's the place you're going to want to be so uh so like i said more details to come but for now go ahead pencil that in october 22nd to uh for for yeah for live country square radio from new orleans and uh, and yeah, we've got some uh, great ways that you can keep up with the show as well. Yeah, uh, if you're not tuning in on the live shows, we'd love for you to do that. You can do that at countrysquireradio.com. Find out all of our contact information there. For example, you can follow the show on Twitter at Squire Radio, or you can follow us individually at the Real Bo York is me.
2: I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And again, at Squire Radio is the show. Tune in to the
0: live show. You can join us Monday nights at 6:30 Central Time. 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. we love for you to do it. We love everyone who is tuning in live. You can find all of that information one more time at CountrySquireRadio.com. You nailed it. You crushed it. I, eventually. That is absolutely correct. You did. Yeah. It's the last time that counts. It's yeah. the time you did it. That's right. That's it right. is. It's not the first time. It's not the third time. It's the last. Time. It's the last time. I like it. <laughs> uh, guys, we really appreciate all of you for tuning in for this particular week. We hope uh, you have a great week when you go out and do what you're doing as you're enjoying listening to the podcast. I think next week um, we've got some great topics. I guess I won't actually mention on the show, but I will put this out here. We are going to have a pipe culture episode coming up in a few weeks. And so uh, we'd like to get your feedback on that. If uh, if you have pets and you enjoy pipe smoking with your pets. Mm. We want to hear your thoughts on that. We want to hear some of your stories. Okay. So, so, uh, so yeah. So, more information on that next week. But I think, man. Till then, let's go have a night. See
2: you, brother.
1: listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.